Welcome to Sky Talkers. Here are your hosts, Charlotte and Caitlin. Hello, and welcome to Sky Talkers. I'm your host, Charlotte. Hey, everyone. I'm your other host, Caitlin, and welcome to this bonus episode all about your last minute preparation for Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Woohoo! Woo! It is just around the corner, literally hours away. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything is fine. <laughs> it's all good. It's so good. <laughs> oh, boy. It seems like just <laughs> yesterday that I was at your apartment trying to buy our tickets and our hotel. Do you remember that day? Yeah, was it quite a day? It was I, quite a day. I mean, it sold out pretty soon after that. Like, it was in West not being able to get a hotel and, like, the system crashing and – Oh, boy. That was so stressful. And, like, remember you went to go eat somewhere and then it, like, started pouring on you and it was, like, a true metaphorical realization of what was happening? It was the worst. (laughs) Like, because at that time, I was on my way up to New York for a summer internship and I actually stayed at Charlotte's apartment for, like, two weeks or something um, prior to me going up to New York. And you you were at work. And so I was supposed to be purchasing the tickets. And I think I got the tickets, but then you got the hotel because it wasn't working for me. And I was like so stressed out. I remember like stomping through your building on the phone with my mom being like, it's three o'clock. I need to go find a gin and tonic. I need it now. And then I went outside and it was raining. (laughs) I was like, cruel, cruel world. (laughs) And I think I just walked in the rain anyway because I was like, this is fine. (laughs) It's my lot in life to suffer. We got everything done. We have a hotel. And I'm sure if you're listening to this and preparing for a Star Wars celebration, you also have tickets and Mm -hmm. you also have a hotel. So all of that is in the past. And we're all just looking forward to like the best celebration ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always stressful. I mean, that kind of stuff. But that was like last – that was last June, beginning of June, end of May. Mm -hmm. And now it's here. It's so weird. It's so crazy. Time, man. Time. I know. It's just all of a sudden, and I knew this would happen. Like when we were getting closer to like Christmas and New Year's, I was like, actually, celebration is right around the corner Mm -hmm. because once you pass that hump, it's like really just a couple of months. Yeah. And like just even getting through the winter, it's been like, oh my God, we're so close to celebration. And like celebration to me is, you know, I, I love to go on vacation and everything, but I think that in terms of like other vacations I go on, like maybe I'll buy like a new outfit for a trip or anything like that. And then I'll just pack the night before. But for celebration for me, it's like I create a spreadsheet like four months in advance because I have to make sure that we have every single thing. And just because we're also a podcast and we like give out like free stuff and um, we're doing a panel and everything like that. It's like, there's all these, you know, small things that we have to check off or like making sure that we have our microphones and like making sure our cameras are okay. And all Mm -hmm. of these and like making sure that you have like the proper, you know, shoes and backpack. And these are all things that we've been having to deal with the past couple of months. And they seem like, oh, it's easy. But, you know, crossing these things off of the list, it's insane when your to-do list is like 100 things <laughs> for one trip. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm thinking about how it's all actually going to get there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I was talking to Charlotte. I was like, we need our tote bags. We need our backpacks. We need our carry-ons. <laughs> like. It's a this lot. This is what we're going to need. 
Yeah. Um, so we actually – so the la- this will be Charlotte and I's third celebration together. And the last celebration in 2017 happened just a couple of months after we had actually started Sky Talkers. Um, and we did an episode all about celebration preparation actually then too. And we had our – now really good friends, Savannah Kiefer on. That was the first time she had been on our show and really the first time we had talked to her, at least like over the microphone, had been on that episode. And it had been a lot of fun and we decided we were a little bit older and wiser now so we would do another kind of advice, last minute preparation, things to keep in mind for Star Wars Celebration. So we are going to actually be on the podcast stage on April 12th at 12 p.m. And I know that's like legitimately right after the episode nine premiere. So Obviously, prioritize going to see that. And if you can get into the room with a lottery, that's great. But if you are by any chance in the Twin Suns overflow room, that is actually right next door to the podcast stage. So if you're looking for someone to scream about the episode nine panel with, that's what we're going to be talking about on (laughs) April 12th at 12. And you can just walk, walk from there to over to the podcast stage and hear us right at 12 talk about it and oh my god it's gonna be so much it's gonna be a it's gonna be a lot uh i won't lie to you listeners it's gonna be a lot (laughs) (laughs) but uh i hope you enjoy it we were talking about on uh one of our last padme songs episodes if you haven't had a chance to listen to that yet about how it's it's gonna be the most authentic caitlin and charlotte reacting to star wars you've ever heard or seen in your life so yeah you should please come it'll be lots of fun yeah april 12th at 12 this will be the last time you hear us pitch you that because the next time you hear about it will actually be the panel itself. So, oh my god, <laughs> it's coming up so fast, like so fast. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's the last time you have to hear us talk about April twelfth at twelve until it actually is April twelfth at twelve. So, let us know if you're coming. We made a Facebook event about it. Um, but this episode, since it is a bonus, it's not going to be in our typical three parts. You might've noticed we didn't have a prologue at the top end of the show either, but we do have like three main kind of tips, phrases, things to keep in mind for you as you move into Star Wars Celebration, especially if it is your first Star Wars Celebration, because it can be really overwhelming. And sometimes you just got to lean into that feeling of being overwhelmed, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is easier said than done. Um, But before we get started on that, let's just do kind of a little recap of our past celebrations. What has been your favorite celebration memory, Charlotte? It's it's really hard for me to pick because I think that I could go the obvious route of meeting Hayden Christensen or mm. meeting Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill with you back in 2010. Or I can go with honestly like meeting people has been really great. Like I think we we both had a really great time last time at like a podcast meetup mm-hmm. and we met, you know, Jim and Alex from a Star Wars comic and all of these people that have grown to be our really good friends and that was like honestly a really great night and I think that was one of my favorite celebration moments but I don't I don't know like even Caitlin and I were able to be invited for the Her Universe fashion show on the Star Wars show Mm -hmm. live and that was like incredible like I basically blacked out because I was so nervous yeah (laughs) but it was so fun and all these things I don't know. Just even being there is my favorite celebration moment. What yeah, about you? Just kind of walking around. I mean, the first so the first celebration we went to was in 2010. It was also in Orlando, um, and Charlotte and I, because that celebration was in August, and Charlotte and I decided 
to go to that celebration in June. And we planned the whole thing in like a fury of like three days in June, like right after your birthday actually. And then we missed the like first two days of our senior year of high school (laughs) Mm -hmm. and drove down there. And it was amazing. It was so much smaller. We had no idea what we were doing. That I think is a really special memory. It's when we got a crap ton of her universe stuff. Galaxies – oh, crap. What is it called? Um, Not Galaxy's Edge. (laughs) Galactic Nights, that was the first last tour to Endor. That was when they did that. I last tour to Endor is one of my favorite moments, I think, from that Star Wars celebration. Mm-hmm. Just like like you said, just being there is so like everywhere you turn, there's just Star Wars. And it's so amazing. From our last celebration though in 2017, it was really fun going there, knowing we had Sky Talkers. Um that was yeah. really fun. Even though Sky Talkers was really young at the time, um, it was just fun to like be going there and knowing that there were other podcasters there. And even though we were really shy about meeting people, the people that we did meet, it was just a really great experience. Um, her Universe Fashion Show, you guys know that I somehow wound up in the 40th anniversary panel, which was like such a blessing. <laughs> um, hashtag blessed. Hashtag really. <laughs> um, so that's a moment I'll never forget. But I think – well, and also there was the moment too when I got my loth cat. That was a great moment. That was you guys. You need to tell the story. I don't know if it's I've the best told story. it on. I don't know if I've told it on the podcast. Maybe on our celebration recap show from two yeah, years ago. Yeah, maybe. But. So, so at Star Wars Celebration Europe of 2016, I think, or 2015, mm-hmm. they 2016, 2016, Ashley Eckstein and Dave Filoni did this whole lovely little thing in the Star Wars store where they were like. You have these loth cats. Come adopt a loth cat. And it was like these little stuffed loth cats. And I was like, oh my God, have I ever needed a stuffed toy more than I need a stuffed loth cat? <laughs> and uh, if you know me, you know that I'm not like, I, I'm not a huge collector of Star Wars things. So when we went into Star Wars Celebration 2017, there wasn't like anything that I was like, I need that. Like, I like Funko Pops. I don't need every Funko Pop. You know what I mean? But literally months before, I was like, Charlotte, I'm adopting a loth cat. (laughs) I was like, I need a loth cat in my life. And so the whole con, we were looking for these loth cats and they were just nowhere to be found. And while we're waiting for the Her Universe fashion show, actually, which was the very end of the con, it was like Sunday afternoon and then like everyone packs up. We're getting ready for the con. We're like in this kind of barricaded section where we can't leave. And I see this family walk by, this dad and like two sons walk by, and they have like a bag full of loth cats. <laughs> like overflowing like, loth cats. Over, I don't want to say overflowing, but they had like four or five loth cats. Yeah. And so I like ran over and I was like, excuse, I was like, where did you get that loth cat? And he was like, oh, there's this man walking around the stage floor just, like, handing them out. And, like, the panic in my eyes (laughs) – because I was like, we're minutes from going into this fashion show. Like, I can't leave. But there's Uh a man out there somewhere just (laughs) handing out lock cats. And I was like, what do I – it was, like, Sophie's choice. Um, Like, what do I do? And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I've been looking for them everywhere. And he was like, yeah, they're they're extra – from Star Wars Celebration Europe. Like they're not they're not actually selling them here. And I was like, oh my God. So there's no way for me to get a loft cat. <laughs> and I was like, okay, thank you. And he like walked away. And then 
like two minutes later, one of the sons came back and he was like, he handed me a loft cat. And I was like, what? And he was like, we have some. Like, you can have this one. And I was like, oh my God, really? <laughs> he was like, yeah, it's for you. And then he like skipped away. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's the magic of Star Wars Celebration. It's, people just want to share their love of Star Wars with people who love it too. I think I cried. <laughs> if you, There's a picture of me like right after I got it. And it's like akin to me meeting Dave Filoni. <laughs> like a lot of people when we met Dave Filoni at the solo celebration were like, I don't think I've ever seen Caitlin happier. <laughs> like, it was that same facial expression with my log. <laughs> um, it was just like this perfect moment of just like absolute kindness and just like generosity like I know they didn't pay for the loth cats but just the fact that they like came back and like gave me that loth cat it's it's one of my favorite Star Wars possessions actually it'll be coming to Star Wars Celebration so oh it is <laughs> I didn't <Yeah>. know that <laughs> it's making its triumphant return I haven't updated the G-Dog <laughs> the packing yeah. cat but the loth cat is coming the loth cat came to both the dragon cons and stuff mm-hmm. he, he, he usually comes along Oh my god! And then I'll be able to take a picture on the plane and say hashtag follow the white laugh cat, just like Dave Filoni did. Yes, laugh cat is a hundred percent coming. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait! Can't wait! Yeah. We even had a photo shoot with a laugh cat on the green grass. Oh, he looks so good. He just pops. Majestic. He's I made yeah. laugh cat cookies too that were a complete like horrible, hilarious disaster. Um. That was like a whole other problem. But the the Lothcat stuffed animal was a real success. The Lothcat cookies, not so much. <laughs> you tried. It's okay. I tried really hard. I tried, I tried too hard. <laughs> Caitlin, like, I need to back this up about the Lothcat story. And I'll make it like two sentences. Caitlin, like, without talking to me, all of a sudden is embarking on this huge craft <laughs> of creating, like, these Lothcat cookies that have – they're, like, made out of Oreo on a stick. And all of a sudden, I, like, get all these Snapchats of these Lothcats. Like, I've never – we didn't talk about this as, like, something that we're giving away. And they just are really scary. <laughs> The thing is, StarWars.com posted this recipe about lost <laughs> cookies, and I was like, this will be easy. <laughs> and it wasn't. I, like, packaged them. There's, like, a, a decorating element, and oh Caitlin's, like, so they truly had, not like, the most artistic person, and it just, like... <laughs> like, 10 hours. My mom and I were slaving away with, like, so many, like, pots and pans and, like, melted chocolate in the kitchen. And I... Remember, I gave one to Ashley X. <laughs> I was like, could you give this to Dave? <laughs> and then I was like, it's got peanut butter candy coating on it. So if you have a peanut allergy, don't eat it. And she was like, I do have a peanut allergy. No, I, no, I think she said I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she said she did. <laughs> and then we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> I think she said it was like, okay, I think you're right. She did say she did have one, but it was like if she ate like actual peanuts. Right. It wasn't like. If there's peanut butter in my world, I'll die kind of thing. It's, it's still like, oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, don't make Lothcat cookies, whatever you do. Oh, Bring Lothcat stuffed animals, not Lothcat cookies. Um, <laughs> it's like make love, not war. That's yeah. what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, make stuffed animals, not cookies. Um, oh, my God. So, yeah, that was that was one of my favorite Star Wars memories from Star Wars Celebration, and it's someone who I can't even – 
they were like a ghost in the wind. That family is gone. I'll never see them again, probably. But if by chance you're listening to this show, just know that that like made my day and it has continued to be a highlight for me like two years down the line. So thank you. It's so great. So great. Okay, so why don't we dive into like our three three top tips? Okay, so the first top tip is – this one I think is really important. I think they're all important, but this one in particular. <laughs> know why you're going to celebration. I think you need to decide why you're going and that's going to like determine what you're doing today. today. Like are you going for the exclusive merch? Are you going to meet friends either online or – in real life friends? Are you going for the panels? Are you going for Chicago? Like know why you're going and do that. (laughs) Agreed because it can get so scattered. Yes. I think that our major, one of our major mistakes about Orlando two years ago was that, you know, I'm overly eager and I want to do everything and that's kind of my thing. And I, was like, we're doing the panels, we're doing the panels. And I think that like we had such issues last year with the panels and like the overnight line and everything. And I honestly like I don't even feel like telling this story on on the the podcast, but we didn't get in. We waited overnight for the 40th anniversary panel. We didn't get in by like maybe 30 people. Mm-hmm. And we had like a really rough morning where Caitlin lost her phone and then I gave her my phone and then she, and then I gave her like a different badge. And then she ended up somehow, literally somehow in the 40th anniversary panel, but like we couldn't contact each other because we didn't have phones. So I was in like the overflow room and she was in a different one. I was like asking people, I'm telling the story, I guess. Yeah. I'm asking people to use (laughs) their phone and no one would help me. And like, that was like, I felt so low on humanity in that moment where I was like, I'm never doing the panel thing again. What the fact that no one would help me even just call my friend. I was like crying. Yeah. I like borrowing an iPhone. I'm like, I'm a cute girl. I was in a costume. (laughs) Like, I just don't understand. Like, (laughs) I'm just not over it. You, if some if some girl who's crying asks to use your phone, let them use your phone. Yeah, that's the thesis statement, and um, and then there was like this huge line to get in and all these things, and it was just like it was a mess. That first day was a mess, and it was because we really kind of lost focus. Like we lost focus in the panel. We were overly excited, overly zealous, and we were separated, and we were so upset that things were lost, like our badges and our and Caitlin's phone. Yeah, and. It's because we weren't that focused. Mm-hmm. And I think that like at going into Celebration Orlando, like now there's the lottery system, which I honestly, I think that there's some people who are like, oh, you know, I wish that we could wait overnight, like and ensure my space. But I'm in the total opposite camp. I want to know before I get there if I'm going to get a chance to get in that room or not. And I'm so pro lottery, even though I think that like there's a lot of kinks to work out. And I think that that will determine like what you're going to do that day if you get into that panel or not. Yeah. And that will determine like why you're going. And I know that there are people who are like, I'm not going to enter the lottery because I don't really want to go to that specific panel or that's not why I'm here. And I think that is so great that like you understand that foresight of like me going to these panels and like being in a room of all these people. It might be overwhelming for me and might take away from my overall experience of like being relaxed on at Celebration. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think it's incredibly important to like understand what your main objective going is going to celebration is. For some people it's the panels, for other people it's meeting friends, for other people it's merch. And you shouldn't feel pressured to do 
to make excessive amounts of time for things that aren't your priority because mm-hmm. um, this is your trip. Like if you're super involved in like the online world like Charlotte and I are and like there are going to be a lot of people that you interact with daily online that are going to be there for the first time but you're really there for the panels or the merch, like don't feel like you have to take away time from those things to like go to meetups or something. Like if that's not what you want to be spending your time doing, don't feel pressured to do those things. Um, mm-hmm. I think if people are inviting you, you should tell them, you know, like, listen, if I have time later, I'd love to meet you. But, you know, I was really excited about X and I want to make sure I have time to go do that. I think that's fine. Like this is your trip. Mm-hmm. You and it costs to- a lot of money. It costs a crap ton of money. <laughs> so yeah. you need to – like don't feel bad about telling people – you know, I want to go and do this thing because that's what's really important to me. Um, because it is your trip, you should prioritize the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that that's always like easier said than done, and it's a balancing act. Um, but I think Charlotte, w- when Charlotte was talking about kind of our first day of celebration, like we had lost focus, and part of that was because we were so sleep deprived <laughs> um, and upset, and upset too. But we like we let that panel control our emotions for the day. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it was like every other thing that went wrong was just like a snowball effect on that. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about it extensively. We're like, we're not doing that again. (laughs) Yeah. And like, thankfully, we don't have to do that again because of the panel reservation system. Yes. Bless. (laughs) I I just don't see myself ever waiting in a huge line like that ever again. Really. I can't. (laughs) I can't with not knowing that it's going to come out okay on the end yeah charlotte says that but before we knew about the lottery system she was like well maybe yeah (laughs) because the truth is i haven't ever been to a huge panel before so i kind of want yeah that experience once and i'm just it was just like trying to figure out like yeah how best to do it and i just i I still i'm just like thrilled about the panel lottery system (laughs) very excited about the panel lottery system yeah um so know why you're going all right our second big thing to keep in mind is know that things are going to change. (laughs) (laughs) Accept this, breathe it in, live with it, let it be your best friend. Things are going to change. (laughs) Yeah. You know, our friend Savannah, I think it was Savannah, said that like you should make a list of like your top five priorities throughout the entire weekend. And you need to understand that even if you don't get to number five, like you ha- you're you going to have to be okay with just getting number one or any of those on your list mm-hmm. because things change, plans change. You know, it's there's so many people at this convention that it's like even just like navigating. I think it's the largest convention center in the country and like figuring that out. And it's an unfamiliar convention center for both Caitlin and I. And I know that we're going to get lost at some point and – it's like I, I know that things that we're going to want to do are just not possible throughout the entire week. And even though it's a five-day convention, mm-hmm. it can't do it all. Yeah. You're really going to have to channel that like go with the flow mentality because mm-hmm. getting 50,000 people to do any set of things in one space is a challenge. Um, and I think if you kind of set that expectation before you go in, you'll be a lot happier in the process. <laughs> um Because, I mean, like going back to that first day with the 40th panel, like Charlotte and I had all of these plans. Like we're going to wait overnight in line for the 40th. We're going to wait overnight in line for the Last Jedi panel. And like all these things were going to go into place. And we had the Carrie panel and the Mark panel. And like we just like we overscheduled ourselves and then became upset when that schedule wasn't met. 
Mm-hmm. And it was because, one, we didn't anticipate the overnight line going the way it did. But because that plan changed, it affected us throughout the rest of the convention. Um, mm-hmm. And we're kind of like putting a doom and gloom kind of vibe on last celebration. And it certainly wasn't all doom and gloom. But there was, it was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> but there are several things like – just okay. So the fact is, is that last celebration, which is, it won't be like this this year, but just for a comparison's point, last celebration, you would show up at like 5 a.m. in the morning and see like what wristbands were available for the panels throughout the day. And you would get these wristbands oh, and God. then would queue up for them. I forgot you know, all about that. Yeah, it was rough. And like we would get up and, you know, maybe we, there was a chance that we'd get into like the big panel, but it wasn't so. So we would you'd look on this big screen and be like what's available and what's not. And you know, they they talk about like limited availability. And if for ones that were limited availability, you'd queue up for those and get a wristband from a volunteer. And because of that though, like we actually ended up going to panels and like doing things that like I don't think were on our top priority list and things that we were we actually really enjoyed. The example is we were able to get like a wristband for the Mark panel where he talked about Carrie Fisher and like we were able to get a wristband for the Women of Star Wars, which is a panel that was added almost last minute and it was like in the middle of the day. No one really knew what it was about, but turned out it was about the Forces of Destiny comic, comic cartoon, and Daisy Ridley ended up going there. So it was like it was all these things where you go into <laughs> like us we were in that situation like okay we really want to go to this panel we really want to go to like rebels and all these things but like we can't because they're out of wristbands and we didn't wait overnight but we might as well just go to this one that's like on ILM or we might go to like David Collins's thing about the music and because those are still available and like we could str- stroll into those and the other thing is that like the big panels, even if they're not available or if you're, you know, they're at capacity, there's all these smaller panels going on produced by fans that are super high quality mm-hmm. and super top notch. And there's always something fun going on at Celebration. Like there are things that, you know, we've been to two celebrations so far, but I know that there are things that go on at Celebration that I would be interested in that we just haven't even tapped into. And I hope to tap into that in this celebration just by the very nature that I think we're going to have a little bit more time just with one more day. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i just really excited for that. Yeah, I think kind of taking almost just like kind of throwing the dart and seeing where you end up is, exactly. is kind of fun too because like you said, we were introduced to a lot of – like fun things that we wouldn't have done otherwise. But oh my God, I forgot about getting the wristbands at like 5 a.m. <laughs> Do you remember when we overslept? Yes. So we – okay. So the one sad thing about the lack of overnight lines is meeting friends because we actually met two really great people, um, Tim and Rachel, in mm-hmm. our overnight line for the 40th panel. And um, th- we ended up hanging out with them a lot throughout celebration. And it was really fun. And I remember we got a call from them at like 6 o'clock in the morning and they are like – oh, where are you? Because we're going to try – they were going to save us a spot in line. And we're like, oh, my God. We're still in bed. <laughs> we were like just waking up. No, we weren't awake. Yeah. <laughs> they, they all woke us They up. called me like eight times. I didn't wake up. That's how tired you get at celebration. Yeah. I am such a light sleeper and I didn't wake up when someone called me. Yeah, the fact Crazy. that I woke up and Charlotte didn't is – yeah. <laughs> it's like it, it's, it's insane actually. But And we were we were out the door in like – three and a half minutes. And I'm pretty sure I lost my badge then at some point too. You were driving in like your sunglasses, like your prescription sunglasses because we couldn't find your actual glasses. So we just like grabbed the – but it was like still dark outside. 
Oh my god. <laughs> it was a lot. But we made it though. We did make it. I don't the thing is it's like I don't even remember what we did after we got oh, the wristbands. We lost a badge though. No, I know we lost a badge and it ended up being in the like God. Would you remember what I actually kind of completely blocked this out of my memory. I well no, it was my badge, of course. And you were standing in line and I was walking up and down the line going, Have you seen a badge? Have you seen a badge? <laughs> and everyone was like, No, oh my god, no. <laughs> like, they were all they were like, Wow, better her than me. Mm-hmm. It was so stressful. <laughs> but then it ended up like being in the car. Like it had fallen out of my backpack, like into the bottom of the car. But I was like, oh my gosh. I'm so excited for panel lotteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that darn board that was like limited availability. I think that that board will still exist because I think that you'll be able to still join a line of these smaller panels. Yeah, but and it everything. won't be at 5 a.m. It might be at 5 a.m. <laughs> Who knows? I don't. Oh, God, Charlotte. I don't know. Like, I really. Caitlin, like, we're not going at 5 a.m. No. We're staying kind of far away. We were staying much closer last night. I time. know. But like, I really did block out that whole morning, though, until you just brought it up. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that yeah. did happen. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Okay, yeah. So know that things are going to change. Your plans are going to change, and that's okay. That's part of, like, knowing why you're going. So you can Mm -hmm. kind of try and prioritize those things, but also be prepared and be willing to let random opportunities come up and and sweep you into a new corner of the galaxy far, far away. Yeah. Be ready for that. Understand that you're going to be waiting in lines. Like I said, 50,000 people to do anything is a lot of people. And Mm -hmm. I mean, above all else throughout this convention, just please remember to be kind to other people because everyone is trying to figure it out. Everyone is trying to figure out this new lottery system, how these badges work. Like it's going to be confusing and there are going to be hiccups and just Mm -hmm. like have graciousness and kindness towards others who are also trying to figure it out Um, because everyone is tired. Everyone is like soaking in so much content (laughs) and Star Wars excitement that it can be really easy to get irritable or frustrated, which again, Charlotte and I definitely fell into that last celebration. Um, and I think just like keeping that positive mindset as you go in will be so beneficial and like knowing your limits too. (laughs) Like if you need to step out of the convention center for like three hours and just like go sit in your hotel room and decompress, do do it. it. Yeah. 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 Like do it. Do what's going (laughs) to give you the best overall experience. Yeah. Because I feel like you and I tried so hard to go all day last time and that really contributed to like our ups and downs <laughs> agreed also i feel like we we're like a little bit uncaffeinated it was stay caffeinated guys <laughs> stay caffeinated dehydrated yes yeah i think that also a good tip is say you did the panel lottery for episode nine you didn't get into the big room and you didn't get into any of the overflow stages Honestly, Caitlin and I watched the last uh, the last Jedi panel at the Star Wars show stage last time, and it was so fun. Mm-hmm. It was it was still really great. Like I don't think the audio was the best, but it was still really fun to like literally stand like sardines sandwiched in between all these people who were like immediately reacting to this thing that no one had seen before. And I have the panel audio. The panel. It's not even a panel. I have the audio, um, and it's in a previous episode about celebration. 
And it's like honestly some of my favorite audio to listen to because when you see certain images and, you know, the crowd reacts and everything, it's just so fun because then you are still a part of like the crowd and the reaction um, even there. And even before, like we we queued up for that. We waited by queuing. I mean, we just like we waited there until the panel started because we knew that it would be live streamed there. And before then, Hayden Christensen actually stopped by. And that was really Mm -hmm. cool, too. And we got to see Hayden. So that was fun. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, just like being in the atmosphere with so many fans um, is really fun. But we know a lot of people who they actually just like chill in their hotel room and live stream the panels that way. And and then join the queue to get into the the convention a little bit later, which mm -hmm. is honestly idealistic. Yeah, it's it's a good move. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's like don't feel like you have to do things a certain way because like StarWars.com is saying like you can be in – you need to be in the panel room. Like you don't need to be in the panel room if you don't want to be in the panel room or like Mm -hmm. if you don't get in the lottery. There are a billion other ways to watch it and it's still going to be a good experience because hopefully you'll be with other Star Wars people and that's really all you need. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Every time I start talking about celebration, I get either like I veer into the overwhelm, but then it eventually comes back to I'm so excited. Yeah. So it's kind of like you kind of have to lean into that feeling of being overwhelmed a little bit, you know, because it is all – it's all such high emotion. Like if you're – like if you're going to start with celebration, chances are you're a super like involved fan on some level. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a at the very bare minimum, you have an intense love for at least one of these films, <laughs> exactly, um, or some aspect of it. And I guarantee you that you're going to find other people who also love that super specific thing that you love too. It's the best. It's it really, really is the fun. best to like be in line with anyone and just start talking about Star Wars. It's the it's yeah. truly the best, even though you could disagree. But it's so fun, and it's like <laughs> it's the easiest thing. Like even if you're a little bit of an introvert, introvert, like to have a conversation about Star Wars is like so simple at Star Wars Celebration because even if you know you had just seen the episode 9 panel it's like oh what did you think of the title reveal what do you think about that like that's so easy to start talking to someone about that and mm-hmm. you can make a new friend it's yeah, great yeah it's like everyone's on common ground yeah even though i know like sometimes in the online world it can feel like it's very divisive and i suppose that you I don't know if you want to immediately start off with like what's your last Jedi opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think just like even starting like it's so easy to start a conversation with someone like, oh, what was the first Star Wars film you saw? And yeah. then people's eyes will just light up and like, oh, you know, my mom showed it to me. My friend showed it to me. I saw it on my own on a plane when I was 12, whatever it is. Um, I feel like that's it's just, like you said, it's just so easy to talk to people, mm-hmm. which is really nice, especially if you tend to be more shy or introverted. It's just like an easy – we all – we're all here for the same reason. Totally. Okay. So our third tip uh, is know what you're packing. So Charlotte and I have been to a couple conventions. So we have a couple of things that you've probably already seen before about where to pack, about things to pack, but also a couple of new ones that we've included in our extensive packing lists this year that we think – you might be interested in too. Um, so the first one, which you'll see everywhere, and we're just going to reiterate because it is so freaking important, is a portable charger for your phone. Yes. Yes. Yes, you need one of those. 100%. <laughs> if, you, 
because you're going to be on your phone. You're going to be talking with your friends about like where to meet up and you're going to be checking Twitter or Facebook or wherever you get your Star Wars news because what's crazy is that you could be at like some opposite end of the convention and then like some intense news like in the publishing panel or something that maybe you're not in will drop and you'll want to see that because people are going to be talking about it. I remember like so that that happens every celebration where it's Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, did you hear the blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, No. (laughs) usually I do. I'm usually the first person to hear. And it's it's stuff like this where you're going to be on your phone, you're going to be taking pictures, you're going to want to have your phone out because you never know who you're going to see, whether it's a celebrity, whether it's, you know, a fan, whether it's a podcaster that you've listened to forever, and you're going to want to have your phone. So you need to have a portable charger. You really do. And like outlets are so like, it's hard to find. And, and they'll already be taken. Exactly. <laughs> Someone will find them before you. And you don't want to like waste your time like sitting on the ground when you could be like waiting in line for like the store or something. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you need one. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay. Bring some cash for specialty vendors. I feel like nearly everyone will have like a square um, or accept credit cards, but they'll the one thing you want will be a cash only vendor. Vendor, mm-hmm. so bring some cash. Um, <laughs> you need yeah, it. Yeah, for real. Well, the thing is, is that I think that like before celebration, you get kind of wrapped up in the fact that there's all these you know cool brands that are going to be coming to celebration. But there's also these like small, smaller like vendors who have like cool pins and cool buttons and magnets and stuff. Mm-hmm. That a lot of Caitlin and I always. Too. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin and I love to go there and. We got some cool magnets that are on my fridge now, and but those are generally pretty um, cash only. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so our friend Savannah, who we've talked about so much on this episode already, because she's like a packing queen. <laughs> um, she did a packing list for cel- this celebration a couple weeks ago, I think, and one of the things that she included on it was an RFID wallet or RFID blocking wallet, something like that. I don't really 100% understand how it works. But basically, there are these devices that pickpockets have that can basically like scan your purse or your wallet or your your jacket and take your credit card information, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is super scary. And so an RFID wallet like blocks those devices effectively. And I think Savannah said that her mom had had that happen to her before where her wallet And her- a lot of a lot of other people have too. Like yeah. when she said that, so many people said it after that too. Yeah. So and and in a con like you want to believe the best in people and you know, we talk about being kind and being positive, but there are the huxes out there in the world and they will scan your wallet. Um, so, and try to stage a coup. And try, and try to stage a coup <laughs> using your credit card. <laughs> Hux does not care about your credit score. <laughs> so Cheryl and I actually both just ordered – we like completely forgot about this. And then the other day we were on the phone. We were like, oh my god, the RFID wallet. We need it. Um, so we each ordered one. Um, I think you can get like you can get like super expensive ones. I, the one that I got was like ten dollars, um, and it's just like an aluminum RFID wallet that I'm just gonna keep in my bag, and it'll just make me feel a little bit more secure um, throughout the con because there are a lot of people. There's a lot going on, um, and there are the huxes out there. So if you can take that step of preparation, definitely recommend it. 
Um, Savannah also on our very first celebration episode two years ago recommended bringing a poster tube, which is like so genius. And Charlotte and I didn't listen to her then. And we ended up being at the UPS store at the Orlando Convention Center buying a really overpriced poster tube. Yeah, and you can buy these ones on Amazon that are retractable and you can put them in your bag and then they can kind of get larger once you get them. Because if you go to any of these large panels, like for sure the episode nine panel will have a free poster. I bet the Phantom Menace one will too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's posters are given out at all of these. A lot. <laughs> yeah, and I, maybe even the Clone Wars one, Mandalorian. Oh, for sure. Like all of these are going to have <laughs> – you will get a poster. so many posters. <laughs> yeah, when you get them. So you're, you want a poster tube unless you have a car that you can like go and put the poster back in because you're going to be carrying around this poster that's honestly worth a lot of money. Yeah. And you get them in the overflow rooms as well, not just the main panel. At least that's how it was in Orlando. So you're going to have them. <laughs> yeah. And you want to be able that they get stored properly because they are worth something. Like I think the Carrie Fisher poster they handed out, that that goes for like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. So you sit with that thing for a while and bam, you got some money. <laughs> or exactly. frame it. <laughs> Keep it and cherish it frame forever. It. <laughs> yeah. For whatever, whatever you got to do. <laughs> we don't judge here. <laughs> So yeah, RFID wallet just for an extra level of security and then a poster tube for an extra level of security for your posters. Exactly. And the next one is you're going to want to bring snacks because when the sugar level dips low and you get ornery, you need to eat something. (laughs) When you're waiting around, when you're waiting for the panel to start, something like that, and you're fading fast, you need to make sure that you eat. And convention food you probably will have to eat it at least one time during the weekend. And it is not the best and it is pretty overpriced, but you do need to eat. <laughs> so you're going to either need <laughs> snacks and you're going <laughs> to want to eat in the in the um, food court. And that's not the best either. And our friends over at Blast Points even told they were like, stay away from like anything that could potentially make your stomach upset because you don't want to be dealing with that either. Mm-hmm. So bring like the safe snacks, like the granola bars, the trail mix, the goldfish, um, the Savannah loves pop tarts because they have that sugary bit that will like boost you basically. And I I'm so with her on that. I think it's so necessary. Yeah, I just went and got our snacks, our con snacks yesterday. So <laughs> ready. <laughs> yeah, and I think that like even grabbing a banana from like the hotel buffet mm-hmm. in the morning is a good idea as well for that extra potassium, all that goodness. Get you some potassium in the AM. Uh, yeah, and just like keeping – like if you're able to, like keep some snacks too at – like in your hotel room as well for when you come back because depending on mm-hmm. when you're coming and going, again, what your priorities are throughout the day, your schedule, um, just even having something there. Like if you're changing costumes or something to be like, okay, I know I can eat this real fast. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really helpful too. Our next one is – okay, I for one am a lover of pouches in a purse. <laughs> Or in a backpack. Um, and this is something I didn't – neither of us did last celebration. But bring an extra pouch for your backpack for all of these stickers and pins and other assorted paraphernalia that you're going to be getting from friends and podcasters and like freebies that like Del Rey or whoever it is are handing out at their booths because you will get them. You will get so many 
and they will all be so cute and then they'll just be floating around in your bag and mm-hmm. it'll be bad. Um, and that's what happened to Charlotte and I last convention and I feel like I was just trying to put them all in the same pocket but like things were just getting like lost in the shuffle. So this time I have this like beautiful little Raylo pouch that our friend Amy got me for my birthday last year that I'm bringing and it's just – it's going to be my sticker pouch. Yeah, I'm bringing the – Amy got me one with Kira on it. I'm going to bring that as well. And I feel like it, it's going to be so good. I'm already so excited about this because I've Filling seen the so many – Yeah, I think I've seen so many people who have been like, I'm bringing buttons, I'm bringing buttons. And I think in the past it was like more just podcasts, but I think I've seen just like, you know, people – who who are bringing buttons, which is so exciting. And I cannot wait to get all these and like artists and all these things and to have a, a pouch where we can carry them. And we can, the best thing also is that when the convention is over, then you get back to your hotel or you get back to your apartment and you kind of, <laughs> kind of dump out everything that you got and you get to take like a picture of all the things that you um, have accumulated and kind of, you know, reminisce on the memories of when you met all these people. It's so fun. Yeah, it is really fun. Getting all the badges and stuff and the and the pins and stickers is a really fun part of celebration. And it's it's also like a it's also like another great icebreaker too. Mm-hmm. Um so definitely like bring a pouch or something for within your bag or else it will get lost in the bottom. It will get smushed and you will be sad, like I was, um, about some True. of mine last celebration. So include that. In general, I'm a pouch person. So like a pouch for snacks, a pouch for chargers, a pouch for like I don't know, like like mascara and like touch up makeup, like pouches all around. Yes, you need. You're you're probably if you're a a girl, you'd like to wear mascara. You will be shedding some tears, so maybe some waterproof mascara would be mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Yes, at least I know I will be shedding a couple of tears. <laughs> so I'm gonna wear waterproof mascara. <laughs> okay, and then our next one is super key for Caitlin and I's relationship. <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> we need to bring ibuprofen slash advil slash leave anything kayla and i have been in so many situations where we get monster headaches because we're dehydrated and we're tired and it just like ruins the situation yeah <laughs> and in the past like one time kayla and i were at universal oh god universal is like the queen of the story it, and it defines the bring advil or ibuprofen yeah we had been, you know, watching, I don't know if you guys have been to Universal recently, Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure, but most of their rides these days are basically screens. <laughs> and if you do like 20 of those a day, then by the end of it, you are going to have a massive headache. And that's what happened to Caitlin. And we didn't have ibuprofen, we didn't have Advil, and we had to go around, like walk all around Islands of Adventure trying to find where we can get Advil. And we had to buy it from like a random store. And that was not close to where the initial headache happened. Oh, God. So and then we didn't even have – we didn't have the means to open it. Like we needed a scissor and they didn't have scissors. So it was like – it was complicated. So basically the moral of the story is anytime you need Advil, get it. And it actually has saved us like even at Dragon Cons, Caitlin. Yeah. Where we both – we always need it. It's – it always happens. Mm-hmm. Just because you – are just so busy. And I am someone who drinks a lot of water. I'm like all about being hydrated and everything. But even when you're so busy at celebration, like that kind of stuff kind of gets put to the side, which is terrible. And you will, you can like, you can drink all the water, but your headache might still remain. So Mm -hmm. 
you have that ibuprofen. It also helps because you're going to be on your feet all day and everything that it might it might like alleviate a little bit of that sort of pain that comes as well. Yeah, that – and I'm not a person – like Charlotte drinks like a fish, drinks water like a fish, and I don't. So if you're at all like me, <laughs> um, it will definitely <laughs> come for you. But I feel like you and I have traded off like monster headaches like pretty much at some point every trip we've ever been on. But the universal one definitely stands out because I cried. My head hurt so bad. Um, and we just had to sit. And, and the thing is too is like after we got the Advil, like there's no quiet place in Universal. <laughs> And we were sitting in like the Dr. Seuss area and the music was still loud. That was, it was not that good. That was like, the, like we searched too for a place to sit and like that was where we were. And you tried to say something to me and I was just like, let's just not talk for just a couple minutes. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I remember the guy, we ended up going into a store and I was like, please, sir, <laughs> I'd be broken. <laughs> and he was like, okay. And he like reaches under the counter and like pulls out like a literal like a fish tackle box of mm-hmm. just like assorted medications he's like and he had to like see my id for how old i was if he could give it to me it was awful so just bring your own it'll be good the monster headache for me happened with the last jedi when we were watching that movie back to back yes and no one would give me advil which is like understandable but i was also crying and in a costume again people not helping people who are crying in a costume <laughs> Yeah, that was that. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, was that like, was your monster here, headache. Just give me, give me some ibuprofen, please. just one tablet, please. We're I'm gonna... going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to like go through and make sure that Charlotte and I, as we've been preparing for this con, we're always like, "What if we get separated? <laughs> what are we gonna do?" Has it happened? Get... It's happened before, and we're like, "What's gonna happen if we get separated?" So we're like. Each of us needs a portable charger. Each of us needs an RFID wallet. Each of us needs Advil. Each of us needs a, like a like a sticker pal. Like, because we always go back to what if we get separated? What's it's so funny because I have I have two phones for work, and <laughs> you know flashback to us like being separated because Caitlin lost her phone, so I gave her my phone and we didn't have any means of contact. And I'm always like, back then I didn't have two phones for my job. Now I have two phones that like. If we get separated. <laughs> if we ever get separated, I could just give her my other phone. But like. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is that this whole episode has basically been like, here's an example of when Caitlin messed up. Here's an example of when Caitlin had a bad day. Here's an example of when Caitlin got a headache. I don't for that. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. But like. But it, learn from if me. The shoe fits. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. I just talked about how my my headache like ruined the last Jedi for me. So <laughs> neither of us had Advil then. Yeah, no, fun. that was and that was just like a movie that wasn't even at conventions. So just like always keep Advil with you. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Okay, so our next tip is leave extra room in your suitcase for what you're gonna buy or be prepared to ship it back. Yep. And that's you're gonna, you're gonna need room. Yep. You know, I I see other people saying that it's okay to just bring on a carry-on. And if you're, you know, someone who only wears like a couple t-shirts to a Star Wars convention, that's great. But I know that we are bringing a lot of stuff, like we mentioned, because we have a lot of swag that we're giving out. And I'm bringing like three different costumes, four different costumes. So it's like, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. And I can't fit that all into my carry-on. So I am checking a bag. And I know that I need to have room 
for the stuff that I'm going to buy because eventually I'm going to buy I know I'm going to buy stuff. I'm going to buy some exclusives. Yep. And within the convention center, they do have like a FedEx and you can ship that home, which I honestly think is like one of the best things ever. But I do know that people have like some issues with the shipping. Like I remember that last year when like people's boxes like showed up like all dinged up and things broken inside. And if you bring your own suitcase, like maybe you can avoid that sort of issue mm-hmm. ever happening yeah. because it's it's under it's under your jurisdiction, essentially. Yeah. You're responsible for its fate. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> so our last one is the mo- maybe the most important thing. <laughs> the most important thing. It is badge check. You, you're going to have to keep 100%. Uh, uh, like, you have to understand that your badge is, like, your, your life. life. <laughs> like, this weapon is your life. Your badge is your life. Like, don't be an Anakin. Don't lose your badge like Caitlyn did. The entire time. I lost it too. The- <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. It. You need to make sure that you have a secure lanyard. And I am, we're not kidding when we say this because so many things were ruined because of our lost badges and like so many tears were shed. So we lost our badge. One of us lost our badge every day of the convention, yeah. I think. Like, And it was because of, and I don't want to point any fingers, but it was because of the we bought the celebration exclusive lanyard, which so was last year. Dub lanyards. We were so excited about it because it was like a metal. It was cool. It was like the Yavin Four metal, but it wasn't that good because both of, both the of thing, ours broke. Both of ours broke. They they fall off. It's bad. So Caitlin and I have recently. We have. I bought a really extremely secure um, Kylo Ren light that lightsaber. Kylo Ren lanyard that has instead of the the clip like the clamp and i i know it's a podcast so i can't really tell you instead of a clamp that clamps down on the lanyard it is a clip that is more heavy duty and is attached specifically to the lanyard so it doesn't come and it's not attached by some little ring which is the problem of the yavin 4 lanyard like mm-hmm. you're going to want to make sure that you have a secure one and yes they give out free ones and those are okay but you're going to have to make sure that you have it and you're going to have to wear it the entire time yeah. so what Caitlin and I I think I'm going to do because I am so paranoid about this is Caitlin got a Raylo lanyard for both of us and we're really excited about it but I also have the Kylo Ren one where I might actually do a double lanyard and wear both of them. This and is how paranoid we are. <laughs> clip, clip both of the clamps onto the badge because I just I, I don't I I need to do it for my own peace of mind. Yep. Yep. And uh, yes, I lost my badge a couple of times. I wound up at the media desk crying. <laughs> but you're not supposed to replace a media badge, but they did for us. And I was like, "You give me." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it might have just been the regular badge. I don't know. No, it was the media badge. Was. I, that was the that was at the desk one. That was mm-hmm. bad. And that was right before you went to the Rebels panel too. And you needed that media badge to get into the Rebels panel. Everything. So it was oh, like God. it was like crucial. And it was only you only had like fifteen minutes too to do that and <laughs> and like sign in with the media desk. Do you, do you remember that? Yes, I do. And, and it was like you can't go up to the media desk without the media badge, but you lost the media badge, so you have to go over to this desk, which is like at the bottom of the of the convention, and then go all the way up like five escalators to the media lounge, and then check in, and then go all the way across the convention center to this other panel, that's <laughs> the Rebels panel. The lady at the Rebels media check in too. She basically yelled at me. <laughs> was she was like, like, "You're so late." It's like the panel hasn't started. Like 
I've got like five minutes, lady. Like, <laughs> I think I told her too. I was like, I wasn't planning on being late, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. This episode really has turned into let's outline all of the ways that Caitlin has made mistakes. <laughs> So don't be like me at last celebrations. Um, but but because so I lost I lost that badge, and then we also both of our lanyards broke without us noticing it. So we both lost our badges again. Um, and the thing is too is that like also if you're like me and you're a fidgeter or you like to have something in your hands too, your badge is like such an easy thing to be grabbing onto the whole time. Like that's what I end up doing a lot. And so mm-hmm. if you're like kind of pulling or playing with your badge, if you don't have a secure connection, it's leaving a lot more room for it to break. Um, and so Charlotte and I have now adapted the routine of like every hour or so, we just yell at each other, badge check. check. <laughs> <laughs> when, even when we're at Dragon Con, when it's like not that big, I mean, it's a big deal, Dragon Con, but it's like a little bit lower lower stakes. We're like, badge check, badge check, badge check. <laughs> it's much lower stakes, let's it's, be clear. It's much lower stakes, <laughs> but we still employ the badge check system. So mm-hmm. if you happen to see us screaming at each other, badge check, that's why. Um, but badge check is really important. Make sure you've got a secure lanyard. Um, yeah, I don't – that's – it's important, y'all. <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> so important. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think that we've kind of lamented about the things that have gone wrong. But so much goes right at Celebration mm-hmm. that it really is, like, the best weekend ever. And don't let these things that go wrong, like, rule that because – I don't think I think we had a lot of things go wrong in Orlando as we've discussed, but I still look back on that with like the best memories. It was like such a mm-hmm. good weekend and I will never miss another celebration. And we we've said that. Like it's it's just never gonna happen. Even like overseas ones, like I, I feel like I need to go to them. And it and even if that one was disorganized, and honestly, even if this one is disorganized, I still will never miss another celebration because of the joy of being around people who love the same thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, there's gonna be disorganization. It's just yes. going to happen. And so I think that the thing I wish I had known before we went into last celebration was just roll with the punches more, mm-hmm. and you know have your priorities, but be okay if things change because they're 100% going to change. Um, And just, yeah, I mean, like Charlotte said, we've talked a lot about a lot of the things that have gone wrong, a lot of the things that I've done wrong (laughs) at past celebration. But at the end of the day, both of them have just been incredible experiences that I would 100% go back and do again. Maybe do things a little bit differently last celebration. But, but we learned from our experiences. We did. And if you guys I, haven't been to a celebration, you can also learn from ours. Because yeah, please learn from ours. I, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to make all the difference for us going into this celebration. Like having kind of those really intense experiences at the last one. But for as intense as some of the, the, the worst moments were, the good ones were just as intense in a really good way. Like the people mm-hmm. we met, the like random things we got to do, um, be it online or at podcast meetups, or we went to the Drowning a Moonlight Gala kind of on a last minute whim. And that was amazing too. I mean, there were just so many good things that came out of that celebration that have impacted Sky Talkers, the show, a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was a great experience. And, and our first celebration, too, back in 2010 was equally amazing. And I know that there are going to be hiccups at this celebration and things that we're going to want to do that we can't do. And we'll probably get a little bit irritable at each other at some point throughout the weekend. Yeah, for sure. But 
I know it's going to be a good time because it's Star Wars and we do say Star Wars is tragedy here, but Star Wars is also hope and love and happiness and just like amazing. So mm-hmm. get ready for Star Wars Celebration in Chicago. It is going to be so much fun and you can kick off the fun April 12th at 12 at our podcast stage. And if for some reason you're listening to this and you're not going to Celebration, um, I will have up the audio mm-hmm. almost immediately after. Hopefully like the media lounge has like a good a good Wi-Fi situation. Yeah, we can we'll just see. put that on up, but – yeah. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. I, I think that that's that's my goal. And I think also our goal is to record a podcast every single day and upload that. So we're really excited about that. Yep. And live streaming panels, I, I'm i certain everything will be live streamed. It's really fun. Um, don't let – It's so fun. It's really it's so fun. fun. It's really fun. And um, Charlotte and I would like sit on the phone with each other as panels were being live streamed and just talk about them as they're being live streamed. So – yeah, when when Anaheim was happening, I remember I scheduled like my social events and everything mm-hmm. out <laughs> around like watching the panels and even just a celebration Europe because I didn't go to that one either. I remember <laughs> like quarantining myself in my bedroom with like all the blinds closed so I can watch that Rogue One panel and it was so it was so good and even because it's a live stream I remember the the guy who plays um Baze Malbus like basically was like oh yeah I die because there was a <laughs> yes. language barrier and in the the recording that they put up on YouTube they edit that out because he like basically spoiled it but like even just being I felt like I was there and I was felt like I was experiencing that blunder <laughs> <laughs> and that was even like a fun moment for me, you yeah. know, like it, you can you can experience like the live quality because you're being live streamed there. Yeah. And is, if you can like schedule your life around watching the live streams, <laughs> which I know isn't accessible for everyone, but it's really great. Yeah, it's if super you can, fun. you should try. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Um, please give us your last minute packing tips and we'll try to share them too on Twitter. Um, but you can find us online at SkyTalkersPod on Twitter or our personal handles at Caitlin Plusher or at Clarity. We also have our website, SkyTalkers.com and email SkyTalkersPodcast at gmail.com and Instagram, a Facebook. Just search SkyTalkers into Google and you'll find all of those things. So follow, like, subscribe, wherever you want. Um, (laughs) But if you like what you hear, please also head on over to iTunes and leave us a review so other people can find our show as well. Yes. And also I have been putting the Facebook event for our panel. If you guys are going and you want to RSVP or check out the details or press interested or something, um, that's always been in the show notes for the past like five episodes. So if you want to check that out, please do. And I want to thank our amazing patrons, Jason, Kelly, Kimberly, Amy, Neil, Mary, Larry, James, Sarah, Susanna, Z, Cherie, Angela, Diana, Becca, Lynn, Katie, Courtney, Brian, Amy, Kelly, Jim, Suara, Irina, Vundacast Productions, Christian, Adam, Megan, Courtney, Centara, Thomas, John, Dominic, Megan, Kate, Matthew, Fernanda, Chell, Manny, David, Claudia, Kate, Brooklyn, Lady Valkyrie, Jenny, Blessed Cheesemaker, Danny, Lumpa Maru, Patrick, James, Hampson from a certain point of view, The Dorky Diva Show, Megan, Stewart, Kyle, Jennifer, Kels, Chastity, Aliyah, Travis, Katie, Daniela, Alyssa, Rebecca, Andy, Delaney, Angela, Ali, Natalia, Daz, Serene, Shireen, Jordan, Molly, Aaron, Scott, I, I Rebel, BJ, Casey, Lauren, Tom, Edith, Connie, Robbie, Kirsty, The Clashing Sabres Podcast, and Chuck. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. Your support means the world. Yes, thank you guys so much. And until next time, may the force be with you. May the force be with you.
Sky Talkers is a member of the Star Wars Escape Pods Network. Explore more great content and get to know our sister shows at WeAreEscapePods.com and on Twitter at WeAreEscapePods. The Star Wars Escape Pods Network, promoting positivity in fandom.